Hello, and welcome to episode two of Tech Reviews for People in a Hurry, the audio-only tech reviews and news podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Gillenwater, and today I will be discussing the best budget phone that you can buy coming into 2020. Without further ado, let's jump right in. For the budget-minded consumer coming into 2020, the best smartphone that I could recommend under $500 is by far the Google Pixel 3a and Google Pixel 3a XL. Now, with the Google Pixel 4 and 4XL on the market now, we will certainly be seeing the 4a and 4a XL coming out sooner than later. So that's definitely going to be a phone to keep an eye out on. But since we don't really know what Google's going to do with those phones, as of right now, phones on the market, the 3A and 3A XL are by far the best budget smartphones. And in fact, I would say it was one of the best phones I used in 2019, hands down. The specs for the Pixel 3A, it's powered by a Qualcomm Snapdragon 670. It's got four gigs of RAM. 64 gigabytes of internal storage. There is no micro SD expansion. It's got a screen size of 5.6 inches on the 3A and 6 inches on the 3A XL. It is a resolution of 2220 by 1080 or on the larger 3A XL, it is 2160 by 1080. They both have a USB-C port, a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, Bluetooth 5.0 connectivity. The battery on the 3A is a 3000 milliamp hour battery, and the battery on the 3A XL is a 3700 milliamp hour battery. They both come running Android 9.0, also known as Android Pie. So when it comes to the Pixel 3A, I actually switched from a Galaxy Note 9 because the Galaxy Note 9 was costing a whole lot of money, and I was with a carrier that I really, really was just unhappy with. It was a very, very poor carrier here in North America. And when I switched to this phone, it was because I could pay it off instantly and use it for a little while until I could decide what I wanted to get into as my next device. And so it was my stepping stone device, and it was hands down one of the best phones that that I was able to use that year. What I liked about it was it had an OLED screen. And later when I got the iPhone XR, I miss that OLED screen so much because you think on Apple's budget phone, which costs almost twice as much, that they would have that, but they didn't. And so very disappointing to see that it was on the budget phone, but that Apple did not do it on their quote-unquote budget phone. So Another thing that I really, really liked about the Pixel, it had stereo speakers. Now, I feel like that's something that a lot of people uh, or a lot of manufacturers sacrifice and a lot of people may not notice. But when you have some good stereo speakers, you really can tell the difference in sound quality. And I would argue that the sound quality from those speakers on the 3A were better than the, the stereo speakers on the iPhone XR. iPhone XR crackles and has some pops in the high ends. It doesn't handle high volume very well. But the Pixel 3a, amazing speakers. I can't say enough good things about the, the speakers on that phone. As for the camera unit, absolutely fantastic. It's the low-light beast that you would expect, and it's the same camera from the Pixel 3 and Pixel 3 XL. So I presume when the Pixel 4a and 4a XL come out, it'll be the same camera 
as we've seen on the 4 and 4XL. At least I hope so, because that was the big selling point, is that when you bought the Pixel 3a, you may have been sacrificing some of your specs, but you were not sacrificing your camera quality, which is usually exactly the opposite of what budget smartphone makers do when they make their budget smartphones. Another thing that I really liked was the lack of a notch. Um, I hated the notch on the Pixel 3a XL, and though this one did have a chin and a forehead, it wasn't as bad as having a notch. I think I would rather have thick bezels than have a notch on my phone. Um, and then last but not least, I really thought that I needed a flagship spec phone like the Note 9. But when I got the Pixel 3a and really started using it, I became more conscious of my usage and I discovered a lot about my usage. And one of the things I discovered is that I really don't do as much with my phone as I thought I did. I check social media every now and again. I will take some photos, listen to podcasts, use map. But I'm not doing anything that heavy. So in all reality, that 4 gigs of RAM and that Snapdragon 670 processor was more than enough for my needs. Now, I'm not going to put my usage in your pocket. Of course, everybody is different. And this whole thing is subjective. I mean, your idea of a budget phone is subjective. Your usage is subjective. And it could be very, very different from my definitions of budget and, and high usage and low usage and, and whatnot. And some of the things that I like, you may not like. But I'm just putting the things that I liked when I had the phone. Because I did. I used the phone for about four months. And I really had a good time with it. And I wouldn't have gotten rid of it had I not gotten a special on the iPhone XR. I said that that was the last thing I liked about the Pixel. I lied. It was actually the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. Uh, you did not have a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack on the Pixel 3 and 3XL, but you got it on the budget model. And that says a lot about features. You paid less and you got another feature, which is just an insane way of making a product. But I'm glad that they did it because I use that headphone jack so often. At the time, I was driving a car that didn't have Bluetooth. So I was using the auxiliary cable. I had a nice pair of AKG uh, earbuds, and I was able to use those because of that 3.5 millimeter audio port. Now, not everything was jolly with this phone. There are some things I did not like, but the list is a lot smaller than the things I did like. I did not like the lack of a micro SD card slot. 64 gigs did prove to be enough for me, especially with cloud storage, which I use heavily, but it would have been nice to have. I also did not like the large bezels. Yes, it was better than a notch, but they could have cut down the bezels a fair bit, in my opinion. Now, Google's always been one for ugly bezels and ugly placements and usage of their sensors and, and speakers and such, but the bezels were just a little too big for this. No wireless charging, which... Honestly, not that big of a gripe. I still prefer using a cable anyway because I find that a lot of cases make wireless charging incompatible anyway. So I understand the cost cutting. They had to cut the cost somewhere and one of the two places that they really did that was in the wireless charging. The second place was the IP rating or the lack thereof. This phone did not have any ingress protection rating, which is fine because they would have had to pay to get that put on their device. So no IP rating, which is actually fine. I came to realize that I really didn't need it because 
I'm not using my phone in the water at all. And the last thing that I did not like was the plastic body. Though when I stuck a case on it, I really did not even notice. So don't I, I wouldn't even really qualify that as a complaint because it was still an amazing phone to use. And all in all, there's just so much good that I could say about it. With the Pixel 3a starting off at $399.00. And then the Pixel 3a XL starting out at $479. In my opinion, coming into 2020, this is the best budget phone that you can buy.